Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. When I grow up, I do not want to be like Bailey and Curly. No way. I have higher standards than that. They make me laugh. At the same time, scare the shit out of me. What will they say next? Welcome to the roller coaster world of Bailey and Curly. Unfiltered. While this voice may be artificial, the unfiltered musings from our hosts certainly are not. Make yourself comfortable, grab a drink, and let's get unfiltered. Here's your hosts, Bailey and Curly. Hey there and welcome. It's the Heat Bailey and Curly Unfiltered Podcast. How is everyone this fine, wet, miserable sort of a day that we're having on the east coast of Australia. Down there in Melbourne, which I think is, funnily enough, one of the driest parts of the east coast at this moment in time, we have our good friend Bailey. Bailey, how are you, my friend? I'm good, Curly. How are you, mate? I am always fantastic. It's been pissing down for a week. Same here, man. I don't know why it's here as well. It's been wet the last couple of days here as well. So for some reason I had it that um I had it in my head that Melbourne wasn't part of this, but you you guys are getting it yeah, as well. So Melbourne, yeah, Sydney, was... Brisbane, Gold Coast, yeah. right yeah. up to central Queensland. Yeah. Tassie's nice. <laughs> 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 I was there the other the other night. Um that was yeah. beautiful. But uh I don't think they've got it. Yeah, it's um it's just amazing. We just can't seem to to get a trick, whether it's bloody bushfires, whether it's bloody COVID, whether it's bloody floods, there's always something going on here in Australia, isn't it? So, there is, isn't there? Hey, what were you doing this time last year? This, what was I doing? Yeah, what were we all doing, I guess, this time last year? We were preparing for lockdown, weren't we? I think that is the case. It was the... The toilet me, paper... I so let me. Moved, yeah, I we just were moved into um, where I'm living now. Yeah. About. Um, I'm trying to think. Yeah, I just moved. <laughs> I, no, I just moved into where I'm just trying to think when our last podcast was. Uh, I think it's been about a month ago, mate. Yeah, so 5th it's of March. It's been a good so, four weeks. Yeah, yeah, 5th of March. So I, I can tell you something that happened with some, some things that I've been doing. Um, because, yeah, it was about, I think it was about the 14th of March last year. I went to my last gig. Yeah. I was in a, I was in a sweaty marsh pit and the band was flying back to America. Uh, yeah. To, to finish. The, like They had been on tour and they were going to New Zealand next, but obviously that got canned and Melbourne was the last show. 
Yeah. So yeah, it's it's weird that March has rolled around again because I actually it's, went to an I went to an event on the thirteenth of March, yeah. Saturday night, over a thousand people, not a mask in sight, which was good. Like for, for Melbourne, that's really good to see. Yeah. You know yeah, because but... when you walk outside here, you see masks. You feel like you're living in this fucking yeah. movie coronavirus movie where well you do don't you and you, you know you even do. now we I, we uh, I, it's still such a rarity for us up here in queensland to see someone in a mask but you sort of wonder about the reasons why people feel you know compelled to wear a mask when predominantly queensland i mean let's let's face facts over the last 12 months we really haven't been impacted by covid no matter what anyone says but 23rd of March 2020 was the first announcement. Chief Minister announced the temporary closure of non-essential activities and businesses. So this was um, the first, um, I, I suppose, real impact that we were starting to get in and around. There'd been some other little closures up until this date, but 23rd of March was... Wow. Um, the announcement of the non-closure of non-essential activities. So, Funny you say that because I I remember this very well. I'm just looking up my roster now to look at the exact dates. And my yeah. last my last overnight was um was a three day trip. So I was in Canberra the first night. Yeah. And then on the Sunday the 22nd, I remember going into the studio um, and doing some work on the EP because it just felt good to switch off from the world. And then I was in Wagga that night and I remember going out for dinner with the crew and then we're at the pub having a drink watching Scott Morrison announce all this. Yeah, yeah. Um, and the 29th of March is when the borders closed and that was my first stand down day yeah. for work. It was, all, it was all around this time that all this shit was starting to happen last year. And it's, it's uh, to me, it's sort of, it's really interesting how, far we've progressed or how far we've regressed. I mean, you look around the world, you're seeing, you're still seeing the US, they're being told that even though everyone's going to be vaccinated, they've got 100 million people are vaccinated now because of our saviour Joe Biden. Um, 100 million people, but they're being told to double mask and they're still being told they've got all these restrictions. So I still don't get it. I still don't get it. There's something crazy happening in America. Yeah, um, there is. Like I was talking yeah. to my friend about it the other day. Who she's Australian, but she she moved over over to America. Yeah, and I'm just reading the message um, here. She said, "If you're traveling in America, there will be no restrictions. Americans just don't care." Um, she reckons once everything is immune, everyone once everyone is immunized, they will open everything up. Hopefully, that yeah. that but that's what without saying that's what they've given us hope for that you know it's going to be like this until there's a vaccine and then yeah vax you know vaccines here are they still going to be restrictions well and absolutely and even in germany germany's now talking up there's a new strain of this coronavirus that so germany's gone back into lockdown so I'm, I just sit back and I think, how is this ever going to end? And then interestingly today, right, so this is incredibly interesting. So there's um there's a number of different people out there that would suggest that Joe Biden's just really a puppet for Kamala Harris. 
and yeah. that there's going to come a period of time where Joe is declared um, mentally unfit to hold the presidency and then Kamala will become the first um, female um, president of the United States, which in all intents and purposes should be a really huge achievement. It should be something that we'd all be proud of. But um, but I don't know necessarily the... Um, how that's going to be because it's going to happen we we see it joe's getting worse and worse every day and uh he still hasn't hold, held a press conference over there and you know there's all sorts of things and even now they they release in this where I'm, I'm going with my conversation there was an official announcement today that it's no longer to be referred to as the biden administration so whenever there's a president that's always been the trump administration or the clinton administration it's no longer the Biden administration. It's the Biden-Harris administration. Oh. And, of course, that's just fueled this whole scenario even more. So it's um, it's going to be fascinating. And the interesting thing, Bales, is um, um, mark my words on this. No one will be able to speak up for when it happens because they'll be declared a sexist or they'll be de- told that they're racist. So, so even though... There's a lot of people, and and I'm suggesting that I'm seeing this happen. This will definitely happen. Joe's not going to last four years as president. Um, But when it happens, people will be unable to criticise or provide constructive feedback because of the fact that, A, Kamala Harris is female and she's also a a, a coloured person. So if you dare to criticise, you're going to be a racist or a sexist. So it's all, it's just fascinating to watch at the moment and um yeah i'm I'm not sure when america's like it's still so split like there was a recent approval rating uh survey you know how they do that and there's only one official organization doing that now from what i can gather as well and they've got biden at 49 percent approval and 49% disapproval. So, And then you've got 2% that don't really give a shit. So so it's really, um, uh, it's just fascinating. But anyway, so this time last year, it all started for for the whole world with this COVID thing. Uh, I mean, I guess it started in January when it first came out of China. But um, for us, this was the first cases of restriction. So now you've... um, You've had a bit of a um, a bit of a mixed um, time since our last uh, podcast. Do you want to I talk ha- through some of the stuff that's happened? I have, mate. Yeah, like we've spoken about this before, and you know, I think it took me a while to sort of come to terms with. Um, you know, I, I've ended a few friendships over the last few months. For the, for the better, I feel better for it. I don't feel guilty anymore. You know, one mate. He did the pretty much his behavior was the same um, towards me and stuff the the second time. Like this is someone who I was friends with and then went didn't talk and then talked again and then it's just the same. So, but anyway, he um, sent me a message and I was just about to go for a hike. I just pulled up and he tried ringing me. I declined the call and then I pulled up and he wrote this big message and. You know, I've learned how to deal with hate. Just just delete the message. So I did delete the message and didn't reply and I felt really good for it. But in that message, he brought up the fact that I was 
ambassador for AIK. Yeah. So I've actually chosen to step away from that role now. Yeah, um, that's a big call. It is, and I think it took me a while to sort of come to terms with it because, but at the same time, I don't need the title to help people. Yeah, absolutely. I don't. I can still help people, and I still do. And, but I don't, like, it was supposed to be a positive thing. And I said that to them, to the company, and they're yeah. sad that it's come to this. And, you know, they said, they said I'm still a part of the family. I can become ambassador anytime I want. Yeah. No bad blood there. The company's amazing. I will still share their stuff. And it was meant to be a positive thing. But for people that were once considered a friend, it's already my face. It's a, it's pretty shit. And it's a pretty shit feeling. And I don't need to be put on that pedestal. Because I think that I'm put on this pedestal because I'm ambassador for AOK. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, and... Um... You know, at the end of the day, we all go through our our own demons, our own trauma. And, yeah. um, you know, you put your hand up there to be an ambassador to help others. And and that's an absolutely positive, wonderful thing to be doing. But at the end of the day, you, you can't do that 24-7. Even the world's best psychologists and coaches can't do it 24-7 because... We all have our little downtimes and the need, and every now and again, we need someone else that's going to ask us the question: "Are you okay?" So, yeah. Um, so it does place it would have placed an enormous amount of pressure on you, and um, you know, and if your world, if your mindset, if your space is better off for giving it a, a bit of a reprieve, and all good luck to you. It's um, Thanks, you've got mate. my best. Thank you. And it wasn't only people that were once my friends. It was also strangers um, that I'd get onto like a little argument with over social media. And then next minute they'd go to my profile and they'd scroll until they seen are you okay? And that's what they brought me down with. And they'd send reports in and I just, I just don't need it. So, yeah. you know, and it's not because, you know, all these thoughts went through my head. I'm like, am I letting those people win? Am I? Um, yeah. And then I'm like, no, I'm not. I'm not. Yeah. Because like I said, I don't need that title to help people. But now when people throw it in my face, they can, I don't feel like I have to walk on eggshells anymore. Um, yeah, full when, agreement. When posting my opinion on whatever it is. Uh, yeah. like recently, I've sort of backlashed at people. Like someone was trying to tell me that red meat causes cancer and like in tracking calories is dangerous and this is coming from someone who doesn't even track calories. I feel, I feel like a lot of people like to have an opinion on something they've never ever done Yeah. as well. And um, yeah, because I said to my friend who's a personal trainer, I said, look, you know, she knows my weight loss story and I'm like, I feel like I don't, I can't put anything out there because I'm not qualified. And she's like, Bailey, you know a lot more than most people. You're allowed yeah. to put out. You're allowed to put out stuff. And the 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 post that I shared um, that caused the red meat cancer was showing that calories are equal, but it's the macronutrient mac the macros that are different. The macros, like, yeah. Yeah. So, like, you know, I think I'm just gonna keep babbling until I can find the photo. Um, yeah. it won't take me long. It was. Um, it there was bread 
there was meat and an avocado and they were all 300 calories each. Yeah. But, but it was how the, um, the macros varied, like protein burns more calories when digested than carbs. Yeah. And, you know, we've talked about this before. It's not the qualifications that help people, it's the stories. So if you've got a really good story in relation to something that you've done, I mean, um, you you talk to people, who do they get inspired by? They get inspired by people that do shit, you know, that get out there and get off their ass and get something done. You don't need a qualification to go out there and inspire people and be something positive. I mean, most people that climb you know, major mountains in the world probably don't have the qualification of getting a degree in mountain climbing. They just get themselves <laughs> fucking fit and they get up there and do it, you know, and, you know, and then that's what inspires people, you know. It's um, the whole concept of how you can't talk nutrition with people because you're not a nutrition. That's just bullshit because it is, you, can, and... you can talk about what's worked for you. This is what worked for, for you. You know, tuna worked for me, but I'm, I'm now at the stage where I can't even look at a can of tuna. Because... Now, let me ask you a question because this will go into my point where I'm trying to make yep. in my experience. Before you tried to, before you started losing weight, did you, yep. eat, tuna, did you eat tuna? Never. And that's the fucking problem. And that's what I hate because foods are labelled as you need to eat this to lose weight. Yep. People, yep. If, if you were told... To, Curly, you need a calorie deficit. You don't need to change what you're eating. You just need to know how much you're putting in your body and how much yeah. you're burning off. It makes a it calorie. so much simpler. Instead of saying you've got to fucking eat tuna, you've got to eat this. Yeah. If and, that, and that's well, the problem. That's why I asked you that question. Did you eat it yeah. before you start losing weight? Because the the interesting thing I saw, I still remember doing a one of those um, meet and greets with Jeff Jowett there at one stage when I when I first. Um, succeeded on the body trim program and it was really interesting because jeff was um fielding some questions in and around breakfast needs and whatnot and um when one of the the ladies said i just can't eat eggs anymore and and jeff said well curly what do you have and i said i don't mind a tuna melt and you know putting tuna on a bit of toast and then melting some cheese and the way jeff looked at me was almost like Mate, we don't. That's not part of the body trim program, you know, sort of thing. But I bet, and it probably isn't because the cheese was considered to be, you know, high fat. But that was. I still don't mind. That's probably the only way I can eat tuna now is on a tuna melt. So. And the thing is, you don't need to eat tuna. Do you know what I mean? No, like no, people, no. People bang on about avocados being so good for you. I don't eat avos. Yeah. If you like, if you like them. Fucking go for it, and that's yeah. sort of why I want to share my—not my story, but my opinion on weight loss—is from a mental health side. And yeah. mental health progress matters. Like I remember getting to the point where I was out lunch with three of my friends, and I didn't eat anything because I'd gotten to the point where I'm like, I can't fucking do protein anymore. And this is yeah. before I knew what a calorie deficit was. So I'd sort yeah. of gone from body trim the protein to then a fucking juice thing, and then. And that's what a lot of people do. They go from different thing to different thing. Yeah. Every quote unquote diet is sustainable, like fucking tuna. Yeah. Um, but it's just how long you can put up with it for before you, you're like, I can't fucking do this anymore. 
you've got to have something as part of your whole lifestyle. So whether it's going out for a walk every day and that's your, that's your activity and then that whole concept of, well, if I expand this much energy, it means I can eat this. It's, it's the concept of eating to live, not eating to for enjoyment. So it's that whole eating for survival. So I've had a big day, I'll have a piece of steak or I've got a big day, so I'm going to have some protein for breakfast. Yeah, like so I've been it, tracking calories for the last, what, bit over three years now yeah. and um, everything's usually saved in there. And, and I, I still do it. Like I have days where I don't, um, yeah. but I've done it and I just sort of know now and I'm, in, I'm on the right track again for the hundredth time and it's and all it's about... So, it's so easy nowadays with all the apps that are available yeah, and yeah. You, you just track it as you eat. But uh, And we literally, like I was talking to a friend about, I don't know why I was getting so excited about it, getting my groceries delivered from Woolworths. <laughs> why? Why? If you why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. (laughs) And I've been putting it off, putting it off, and I was going to do it. And then it sort of hit me that I don't want to, I'm not calling anyone who does this lazy or whatever. This is not what I'm saying. It's, you know, it, it goes on when people think their metabolism slows down. Your metabolism's fine if, you know, fucking no one would know what their metabolism is if no one brought it up, you know what I mean? Yeah. So the thing is, like, we can literally, like, if I was at, over at your house, Tony, we're on the couch together, I order us food, I bump your shoulder and be like, Tony, can you get the dog out of food? I just ordered food without moving an inch. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? We 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 live in a world where we can order without moving. Now we are moving less, unless you're aware of it. Yeah. So yeah. I like going to the supermarket and getting food and walking and getting my steps up. And I've got my you know my step count. I eat every day and yeah, yeah. It's um, <clears throat> it's just one of those things, isn't it? You've got to find something that's going to work that can fit in with your lifestyle. And then you just um, make it part of what you do each and every day, and that's um, that's the way it should be. So it, it sure is, absolutely. So, what else has been up? Um, so, how's the skateboard thing all happening for you? What's a well, you, I got, that, <laughs> got that fixed today? Yeah, um, which is good. I yeah. been out for the company had to send me a part. Um, okay. Yeah, and because um, I was out on a skate one one night, and it just completely switched off on me. Yeah. So um, yeah, they were really good about it, and they sent me a part, and I had to take it to a guy's house today, um, and he soldered it for me, which was good. Oh, cool, cool. So well, I've yeah, a, I've had some dramas up this way. We've got a a, a small leak somewhere in our tin roof, and. Um, you think I can find the bastard? But um, <laughs> my young fellow was up in the roof the other day and uh, needless to say, um, put his knee in the wrong place and um, oh, no. off a beam. So 
I've now got um, that wonderful looking decorative thing called black plastic taped up over a hole. So, <laughs> oh, it just gives me the shits leaking roofs. I mean, they're supposed to be. Um, I, I mean, the the positive thing is that ninety nine point nine percent of my roof is solid, and we've got a house that um, is is very dry in in um, um, in weather like this. But there's just that point zero one percent of a leak somewhere that just keeps dripping away, and you just it just does unseen damage. You need you that special you tape. It. Yeah. You need but that it's special not... tape to stop the leak. If you oh, well, the you've leak. got to find the leak, Bud Matt. That's the other thing. Yeah. I'm, uh, I mean, and I hate getting up in the roof. And um, after what happened to my young fellow the other day, I'm probably less um, likely to get up in the roof. But yeah, anyway, it's uh, a little bit of fun, especially when we've got weather like this. And now, a little birdie told me something about your car got towed the other. Oh, mate, holy! So. Do you know when you, I just, I had work at, uh, I think, quarter past seven, so I was up pretty early, and, yeah. you know, when you're up at that time, um, it's all about the grind, I'm just fucking with you, um, <laughs> fuck, um, grind, grind, hustle, grind. hustle, gotta get grind when you have three hours sleep, no, I'm just yeah. joking, um, you sort of get to the afternoon, and you're sort of not with it, with it, yeah, and I had a meeting, um, in a suburb I wasn't familiar with, and parking stresses me the fuck out when I'm not when I'm not familiar with it. Yeah, you know. And I pulled up to the front of where we were meeting at a pub, and it was quarter to four. Pulled up, looked up at the sign, the green sign, Monday, Friday, two hour parking, nine to four. It's three yeah. forty-five. I'm like, wait. <laughs> we're, in the, we're in the pub, sank a few ciders. That was my first cider in five weeks, actually. Yeah. Um, had some good old waffle fries. Meeting went really well. Walked out. Oh, I think the car's gone, man. I said to the guy I was with, but there was a car in front of where I parked. So I'm like, oh, yeah. surely it's behind. Surely it's behind. So we said goodbye, and then I walked up. I'm like, the fuck, my car's gone. I look up at the sign. Tollways. So from 9 to 4 was two-hour parking, but 4 to 6 was a tollway zone. I was like, fuck, my phone was flat, so I went and ran to to, um, catch the guy I was with. And nice enough, let me borrow his phone to call them, and it was 30 minutes away. He was also nice enough to give me a ride there. Yeah, and I sort of laughed it off, and I was grateful because I got to spend another thirty minutes with him, talking about what we were planning. So, but three hundred and sixty dollars later. Wow! How yeah, much? Three sixty. Wow! What the? F- and like, obviously, I've told a few people, and two people have turned back and said, "Was it on Sydney Road?" I was like, "Yeah." Why do you ask? So like we see them do it all the time. They like wait around the corner for people and then they'll go and tow it. And literally yeah. when I rocked up, it was busy. It was busy, man. The impound was busy. Wow. So, yeah. So that sort of was like, are you kidding me? I was like, what the fuck? So I never had That's my exactly what you need, isn't it? That's, and that's always, 
I I would imagine that's everyone's greatest fears, isn't it? Of of walking out wherever they are to find their cars missing. Yeah, and like, um, I knew it hadn't been stolen, but I was like, oh fuck. <laughs> um, but yeah, that was that was funny, and it's been interesting. It's been a big been a big month. Been so much has happened, which is good. Yeah. Um, the yep. love life—that's sort of, sort of quiet. Yeah, well, that but, was going to be my last um, topic. Yeah, so, well, yeah, how is the love life coming along? Hopefully, my webcam doesn't bloody switch off here. Um, well, I ran into a girl that I know from up your way, actually. Yeah. Up in Brizzy, I haven't seen her for a few years, and um, timing was everything. Yeah. And I just ran into her with masks on in the place I was. Um, <laughs> so that's the only place you wear mask here. Uh, you can't really see people. Um, but she recognised it was me and then we got talking and, you know, one of the first questions she asked me was, uh, are you seeing anyone? And she was very, she was very friendly and flirty. And um, I was with someone else and then I ended up telling that other person, I'll meet you back down there so I could have alone time. And we got talking and just, I could feel the conversation. And when we said goodbye, we hugged. And then she, we kissed with our masks on. And I said to her, I said, too bad we wear a mask. I dare to pull your mask down. So she pulled her mask down and I went in for the pash. Oh my God. And then Wooshka. I sent her a message. Wooshka. I like that word. I sent her a message <laughs> that night. I said, Here's my number. Hopefully, I didn't scare you off. And um, she sends me a text. First message she said was, please, as if you could scare me off. And then we exchanged texts for a bit. And then nothing. For weeks. <laughs> and I found out she was down here the other, the other day. I was like, all right, whatever. I just don't understand. I don't know. It's just a weird thing. Yeah, yeah, thing. So ultimately, you scared her off. Yeah, I reckon. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm gonna start with women. I'm gonna start letting women upset me because I felt like it felt like shit for a few days after. Yeah, you just gotta let that mother go, don't you? You just gotta. And then I'm like, you know what? Whatever. Um, yeah. So. But I was quite proud of myself, actually, to be honest, because... Uh, so what were you telling... doing wearing a mask? Can I just... Because um, you just have to? Just, let's just say we were in the airport. Oh, okay. <laughs> gotcha. Uh, so there's yeah. places you have to wear a mask. Yeah, gotcha. let's, just, let's just say I was uh, parking through the airport. Yeah, yeah so... Um, yeah, we'll see. Maybe I'll send her this podcast. <laughs> hey, um, Dan the Man, your favourite politician, had uh, a bit of an accident. <laughs> well, I had no idea. Mum told me and I was like, good. <laughs> it's good that and, you're up to date with everything. <laughs> mate, I don't give a fuck anymore. I haven't read the news. I don't know how many yeah. cases we've had. I, I go out. I don't wear a mask. I wear a yeah. mask at work. That's it. Yeah, it doesn't it doesn't exist anymore. I just um, 
yeah, I just I feel better for it. But <laughs> I was talking to someone at work the other day, and we we're joking about that he fell down the stairs. And the next minute, from eleven, this guy I was talking to, he said, "Oh, from eleven fifty-nine tonight, all stairs will be banned in Victoria." Stairs are dangerous. <laughs> what actually happened to to uh, old Danny Boy? Well, you know, once again, there's, uh, you know, if ever you want to just get yourself a Twitter account, mate. So, oh, yeah, I had one years if, ago. I deleted it. If ever you want to find out what's happening in the world, you get every argument or every thought or every opinion that's going around, and it just it's uh, it's a bit of a sewer. Um, but but anyway, it's a good one. But if you so. <laughs> There are certain people that are suggesting maybe he didn't fall down the stairs, put it that way. Maybe maybe he was pushed. So, <laughs> so he did have an actual, like, he had a physical accident. Apparently so, yeah. And it's, yeah. Um, you know, he could have done some serious damage. So I, us having a giggle about it is probably not um, the most um, politically correct thing to be doing. But there would be some people that suggest uh, that he may or may not have been pushed down those stairs. So a very interesting scenario. But, yeah, quite serious. He could have been uh, paraplegic from reading some of the injuries that he had. He wasn't that far off um, with that happening. So very interesting. (laughs) But but there are are a number now of federal pollies and there's now also some state pollies that are, you know, off on medical leave. So... Uh, who knows what's going on? Who's running the country? Is is uh, is the question? Yeah, so, I don't no anymore. I haven't kept up with it. Yeah, nor do you care. So, mm. hey, um, the US from a COVID point of view is still incredibly interesting. So, it's interesting. Your friend says no one really gives a fuck because you know well, you I look think at place, places when they're like all vaccinated. That. I think. Well, well, even you're looking at places like Florida still, for example, and, you know, they're still, it's business as usual. They've got spring break happening at the moment. That's what I mean, yeah, and Texas is business as usual. And and when you look at the daily cases now in America, there was uh, 45,000 was the update, 45. 58, 66s. So, Why so when, do, uh, when do we get to the point where we just don't record them anymore? Well, I, I think when everyone stops caring, when the when the media well, stops caring. Well, well we've stopped I, caring. Oh, we've still, like, I switched, like, um, as soon as we come out of our five-day lockdown, I yeah. have, haven't looked at anything, and it's fucking great. Um, well, I'm sure someone will tell me if something changes anyway. My thought process is that we've probably seen the last of the lockdowns. Um, yeah. A, because there's footy season on, and I don't think Victoria will ever go into a lockdown again over footy season. They just lost lost their cultural soul. But and the other thing, someone and a certain someone got re-elected. Yeah, yeah, and um, I mean, you look at what happened in WA. It, it's predominantly the Labor Party have got all seats of, of Parliament now. So the um, the coronavirus has certainly helped that or the border control that they've had. But it's um, I, I just think come the end of this month, JobKeeper finishes. So all of a sudden the, the state premiers now have to think a little bit harder about what they do as 
they just can't keep locking it down and killing business and killing jobs because all of a sudden yeah. they don't have that safety net that they used to have with JobKeeper. So, yeah, exactly. So I think we've seen the last of the lockdowns. I'd be very surprised if we see another one. Um, yeah. But but then again, I've always always willing and able to get surprised. So <laughs> that's for yeah. sure. Mm. So what's uh, what's up for you the next couple of weeks? Well, what's up for me is I, I've still just got a bit um, on at the moment. I'm just trying to clean up some stuff and yeah. um, and then really get focused. So I've actually. Um, I've got my fingers crossed that a couple of new projects will come in. So I'm yeah. really excited by them. I think that'll give me um, some real stability over like a six-month period, which will be cool. Um, but, um, yeah, just predominantly footy started. So the Lions had a loss on the weekend. The Broncos have lost twice now already. The Dragons picked up their first win. Your boys won. They won, Saint, yeah. St. Kilda. Yeah, so you guys had a win. A couple of upsets in the AFL, which is always good. So the Lions just gave me the the impression that they expected to win. And um, they came out, kicked the first three goals in five minutes, and that just cemented, to my mind, their poor attitude. And then Sydney just swamped them with energy and enthusiasm. You can't, you can't buy young legs, can you? Yeah. So, yeah, so... I think footy season's back. It's a good thing. Yeah. So life's it's, it's good. Exciting. So. I'm excited. I haven't looked at how to get tickets yet because I, I know there's obviously a cap on it. The cap's a lot, but I think a lot they will go out very quickly and how I go about Because I used, I used to just rock up yeah. to the to the to the, um, to the ground and buy the tickets there and then. But I doubt that would happen. Doubt, doubt yeah. that would happen now. Speaking of, the day I got my card paid, it was Thursday, and that was the first round um, Richmond Carlton and driving home. Yeah. Oh man, I got goosebumps. Like it just, I fucking love Melbourne. And last year, it just you know, broke everyone's heart to see what it came down to. Like you know, empty yeah. streets, yeah. and then to see helicopter above the G, fucking cars packed. Because I had to drive through. I had to drive through yeah. Richmond to go home. I'm like, I got fucking, I got, I got goosebumps. Like I'm like, this is fucking cool. The city's alive again. Uh, it would have been good to have been at that game at the G. I think they were allowed 50, to have 50,000 yeah, yeah. there. And that would have been just an amazing thing after what what Melbourne oh, has been yeah. through. But, you know, even that lockdown with the Australian Open, I mean, how ridiculous oh, was that? Fuck. That lockdown starts at midnight and then they were kicking people out at midnight from the stadium because they had to go home and they couldn't Fucking stay joke. there. So. Just uh, it's just ridiculous. So yeah, well, let's hope that we've seen the last of it. That's that's my thought process, and um, I can't see a a premier now without that safety net of the the funds coming out of the feds. I just can't see them being brave enough now to alienate and continue to have people go backwards. Yeah. So <clears throat> anyway, right, buddy. Mate. We've been going for about 40 minutes, so a little bit longer than what we've been up to Good in to recent times. Your, your music's coming out. When? Ask me again on the next podcast. So were you doing some recording with your sister? Um, so she's that. So she's going to be singing on a song on the EP. Yeah. Awesome. So um, yep. I, I did That's ask great. a well-known... Australian artist, um, and she said she was open to it, 
Um, but I had to contact management and I just not at yeah. a level where I want to deal with management at the moment. And, um, yeah, having my sister there, um, that's even fucking cooler. And, um, that photo of us was actually her, I was actually in tears and she was actually checking if I was all right because we'd practiced the song. We finally got it right. And I just started crying and had goosebumps hearing her sing it. Oh, holy fuck. Yeah. Like, yeah, it was, yeah. How good so we were planning on going up next end of next month to do it. We still might. It's sort of up in the air at the moment. Um, a few personal issues on her end. Um, with her voice, actually. So I want her voice to be 100%. So um, I'm not going to rush yeah. it. Absolutely. Well, my friend, you take too, care. Bud. And that's a wrap for this episode of Bailey and Curly Unfiltered. Join us, do reviews. I hope you've enjoyed it. We just have a good conversation. We talk about shit. We swear a bit. And um, hopefully we're helping Australia. Hopefully. Move forward. Thanks, Thanks Bailey. See you, buddy. Thank God that's over. If you didn't like it, leave a review to warn others or share it with people you want to annoy. If you did like it, I'm sorry, you cannot be helped, so you may as well leave a good review. I guess the boys will appreciate it. As Curly would say, don't be an asshole. Hopefully, I won't see you next time. Goodbye. Come celebrate at the Army Birthday Festival on June 10th at the National Army Museum in Alexandria, Virginia. Enjoy food trucks, vehicle displays, outdoor games, and more. Don't miss special performances by the Army Band, a military working dog demonstration, and the parachute jump by the U.S. Army Golden Knights. It's all happening Saturday, June 10th at the National Army Museum, minutes from I-95. Admission to the festival and museum are free, so get your tickets while they last. All details are at usarmymuseum.org. That's usarmymuseum.org museum.org.